Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game. Big expectations. They got to buy into that, and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well, it makes the people in the city excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Alter Platinum. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. you by Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof and one number to call and one simple invoice for all your office technology needs. Bob Stoffer with you. Along with Brendan Escott in studio today, it is a CBA mandated off day for the Edmonton Oilers who uh, last night eked out a 3-2 shootout victory against the Vancouver Canucks. Full uh, look at uh, last night's game against Vancouver. Some thoughts about where we're at right now. The Edmonton Oilers 23-21-3 on the season. Uh, they're in the mix for the playoffs. they got a lot of work to do uh, if they want to continue uh, down uh, that path. That's certainly something that uh, cannot be debated at this stage. Along, there's, uh, there's time to go get a playoff spot. They're right there. They're going to have to play better moving forward. Coming up on today's show, besides a recap of last night's game, some thoughts where we're at right now. Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers at 1235. At 1.05, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Longtime NHL executive now with NHL Hockey and Rogers, Brian Burke. 1.35, former Edmonton Oilers assistant coach, Edmonton Oilers player, 
the last two years, he coached the Alberta Golden Bears. He won the national championship, and uh, they're currently ranked number two in the country. Wouldn't bet against him. Ian Herber is coming up, Bears, with a home-and-home this weekend. It's a busy Excuse me, it's a busy weekend uh, for hockey. We got lots going on. Uh, Alberta hosts uh, Mount Royal Friday night. Saturday, we got a Calgary Edmonton doubleheader. The Calgary Hitman against the Edmonton Oil Kings. The Oil Kings, right now, I believe they're still leading the Central Division standings. They got the best record against their division. Probably, for my perspective, maybe three quarters of a year ahead of where I thought they were going to be right now. So, obviously, Randy Hanch uh, had drafted some pretty good players over the last few years. And um, Kurt Hill's come in and worked with Brad Lauer. I think Lauer's done an excellent job. By the way, the Oil Kings, uh, Hanch is uh, now a scout for the Buffalo Sabres, and Steve Hamilton, the Oil Kings' former head coach, is coaching Calgary. So they're here Saturday at Rogers Place in the afternoon. I think it's a 1.30 start, and then that night, the Battle of Alberta, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Calgary Flames, and the Flames uh, losing last night in a shootout uh, to Buffalo. Mark Giordano, plus 36 on the season. Wow. So, he is the guy for the Flames. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on our Oilers now. Hotline 780-496-0063. It is brought to you by Neil McCoy. Uh, at the River Creek Resort Casino, February 9th. Tickets to Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. They call dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your team, uh, your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. We are on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Well, show called Oilers Now. Obviously, we've got to talk about last night's game. How about that overtime? I mean, the overtime was lots. Of, the game itself was uh, locked down in the third period. No question about it. Uh, we'll get to some thoughts on the game after we head off to our Oilers Now Audio Vault for friends at Direct Workwear for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation. DirectWorkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Let's get to the call with Jack Michaels. The Edmonton Oilers on the road tonight to take on the Vancouver Canucks, who've beaten them three times in a row in this building. Jujar Kara breaks free. Wrist shot save made by Markstrom. And Nugent Hopkins up with Kara shorthanded. Kara button hooks inside. Wrist shot score. Top left corner. What a move by Jujar Kara. Well, that was a thing of absolute beauty from Jujar Kara. And if you're an Oilers player, and we do this often, Jack, we look about, you know, where's the long-term fit for certain players. This guy's penciled in as a third liner, absolutely. Tap back off the boards to Hutton, and now open. A shot. Score! Brandon Sutter with a net front presence. Levo, backdoor, open man. What a save made by Koskinen and Granlin. The puck behind him. McDavid carries it back in. One on four. Shoots and scores! What a play by Connor McDavid. Top right corner using Tanev as a screen. Sent in deep by the Canucks. Here's a shot. Score! Marcus Granlin. Streaks to the hole, left wing, drag move to the net, backhander save made by Miko Koskinen to keep it tied at two. Alex Chason arrived on a PTO, now playing on the top line, now trying to win it. In over the blue line, wrist shot, scores! Alex Chason, top right corner, sends Edmonton into a tie for the last playoff spot of the West. He wins it in the fifth round. And Edmonton claims victory. Three, two, in a shootout. 
Well, you always understated Jack Michaels. Letting her rip there after uh, the Oilers got the shootout victory. Edmonton knocking off the Vancouver Canucks 3-2. Of course, uh, Canucks did not have Elias uh, Peterson, Pedersen. I, I don't even know anymore. The Canucks guys call him Pedersen. Jack calls him Peterson. Uh, here's Ken Hitchcock's thoughts on the game last night. The third period was about the only time I didn't enjoy it. That one just about put me right in the back of the bench. But other than that... I thought the first period we played a great first period, one of the best periods we played for a long time on the road. And I thought in the third period we managed the game pretty well. I thought there was a lot of good things. We're still looking for more participation from some people, but but uh, overall, uh, anytime you can go on the road and pick up two points, and I think it almost draws us back to 500 on the road, which is playing 500 in the Western Conference on the road is very, very good. All right, so that was an important win. They're now the orders are now six nine and one. By the way, without uh, Oscar Kleffbaum in the lineup, I thought Chris Russell had a strong game last night. Uh, Connor McDavid, pretty uh, pumped up on uh, getting a good win in uh, Rogers Arena last night. It's a tough building to play in. We've always had str- uh, struggles, like I said. Um, you know, we had a good first period, came out um, a little sloppy, took some penalties, you know, allowed their guys to get into it. Um, you know, it's a huge, uh, huge break on that on that uh, that offside. Um, you know, at least we were able to take advantage and, and get the two points. And I'm not sure if uh, Jeremy Kupal, who does the uh, video work, uh, he should get an assist for last night's game. Uh, to be honest with you, Jack and myself initially thought yeah, it's Vertanen is offside, but we didn't. We never got the angle clearly from our broadcast uh, vantage point last night. And I'm here to tell you, if they don't catch that, I'm not convinced Edmonton gets a third goal uh, and wins that game. So, I mean, they ultimately got the game winner in the shootout. Jujar Kara, how about his performance last night? Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Jujar Kara, the two BC guys, were uh, really good, and Kara uh, scored an absolutely uh, exceptional goal. He has, I, I think the one guy that's really gained some traction here under Ken Hitchcock has been G.J.R. Kara. There's been some tough moments. Um, maybe Caleb Jones on defense as well, but uh, here's Kara scoring his goal last night. You know, it was one of those things where it just, it kind of presented itself. And I mean, for myself, I have to, I have to be more of a shooter. So it was, you know, I'm just trying to focus on that right now. And uh, it's nice when it pays off. Okay. Alex Chason is... Uh, a guy that thinks about his answers when he gets asked questions, and he gives you more than pucks in deep. Here's Chase on on providing veteran leadership to the group. Obviously, we're getting great goaltending, and um, you know one of the things I've tried to relate uh, to this group is down the stretch there's going to be a lot of tight games. Uh, there's games we're going to be down one or up one. It's going to be tie. Uh, with you know, 20, 25 minutes left, we got to learn how to play in these types of games, uh, make good decision, and uh, play until you know we have to. And uh, I thought tonight was a good example of making good decisions and uh, building our game as as it went on. Even though we had ups and downs, we kept going, and uh, that's what we're looking for for this team. All right, so there you have it. 12:15 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers. Now let's get to some more additional thoughts. Last night, uh, for the second time since he's been up in Edmonton, Caleb Jones um, from behind the goal had the puck and either had it uh, chipped off his stick or he attempted to go middle zone breakout or a combination of both, and it got stripped and was immediately drilled into the net by Marcus Granlin. The Oilers stuck with him. Caleb Jones is 21. It's going to be interesting to me because the easy decision when Clefbaum comes back 
And it's not like Clefbaum's going to be able to play 25 minutes a game once he comes back because he hasn't been skating that much. He's coming off a a frustrating finger uh, injury. Uh, so maybe he needs to be scaled back a bit when he starts. But nonetheless, when Clefbaum comes back, logic dictates you play Clefbaum with Larson and Nurse with Russell. Do you keep Caleb Jones up here? I would say that Caleb Jones right now... Um, if all the Oilers defensemen are healthy. And I'm not including Sekra in this list because Andre Sekra has been injured for the better part of two years. I think Caleb Jones has to play in the Oilers' top six, even though the easy move is to just send him back down because you can put him, you don't have to put him through waivers. Um, and then we have, you know, Petrovich, who's going to be coming off injury shortly. Matt Benning here. And you can make an argument that Matt Benning people say, well, what's his dimension? Well, his dimension is he can think on the ice and he can make some plays. Um, sometimes he gets a little bit caught up in the emotion, like the game against the Colorado Avalanche where Clefbaum and uh, Russell got hurt in that game. Benning got sucked into a fight with Matt Calvert. He can't take that fight when the owners are down to four defensemen, right? So, but uh, conversely, you can make an argument that Matt Benning is better than both Alexander Petrovich and Brandon Manning. Some might say you need a different dimension, so you play Petrovich. Time will tell in that regard. I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, Manning had some tough moments. Caleb Jones got drilled from, uh, crushed by Erica Branson with about, off the top of my head, two and a half minutes left in the game or so. Maybe it's a little bit more. And then uh, Zach Cassian challenged Gabranson to a fight. Gabranson uh, did not engage, and Cassian said, fine, you're going to hit our guy like that? We're gonna, I'm going to hit one of your guys. And Zach Cassian is one of the few times this year we've seen the Oilers do it. He crushed Bo Horvat right in front of the Vancouver bench. It was a dirty, mean-spirited, nasty hit, and it's how you send a message in response because the officials gave the freebie to Gabranson, so they had to give the freebie in response to Cassie. And it was a hard, ugly hit. And if you're an Oilers fan, it was a thing of absolute beauty, especially with how some of Vancouver's players have played against the Oilers over the last little while. So, interesting. Horvat left the game, came back, was out in the uh, overtime period, which was a fantastic overtime period. And now we're hearing reports today that, oh, wait, they might have to look at him because he's a little bit dinged up because he was hit hard. Regarding Jones, Jones did not play the final two minutes or so. Uh, they pulled him under for concussion protocol, I'm told. And then what ended up happening is Brandon Manning got caught on the ice with 15 seconds left and Jake Furtan and walked him and went in and Cox is going to make a ridiculous save. So where I'm going with this is that the Oilers do have some depth on defense. I think we all know that. When Clefbaum comes back, you go Clefbaum Larson, nurse with Russell. Does Jones stay up? Text me at 6.30, 6.30. To me, Jones stays up. Jones has got to continue to play. But it's also showing how Ken Hitchcock and Trent Yanni are dealing with Caleb Jones. Now, I'm of the belief I don't like seeing players make a, a similar type of mistake over and over again. Uh, but there's a lot of good in Jones's game as well, and they're sticking with him, and he's impacting things. So let me know what you think. Should Jones stay up? Uh, the Oilers could have as many as, I mean, Sacra we know is going to do a conditioning stint down in Bakersfield at some point. And I don't know if he can ever get back to playing at the NHL level that he needs to get to. Um, in spurts, Kevin Gravel has played well. Petrovich and Manning are incompletes for me at this stage. Um, 
but they certainly look like number six, seven defensemen. I think that's a fair assessment. So let me tell, uh, let me ask you what you think the owners should do with Caleb Jones because it's an interesting contrast between Caleb Jones and Yessa Pugliarvi. Yes, he uh, yesterday was completely non-impactful during that hockey game. The Oilers have worked on him a lot on board battles and that sort of thing. He didn't win any yesterday. Uh, I'm a guy that believes Edmonton has no choice because there's no market. You're not going to get the valuation back for Pulley in a trade. I know there's some people that think, no, you should cut bait and trade him. Uh, I would not do that. But I completely understand a coach limiting his minutes to six and a half, seven minutes yesterday because he was not that good. He has to be better. And in a game that tight, you can't afford to have a guy losing wall battles in your own zone. It's that simple. Just one more thing for you. Just off the top of your head, Brendan, since you're here. So we'll ask you. You're a smart guy. We'll bring you into the show. Who's older, Caleb Jones or Yessa Pugliarvi? Caleb Jones. Yes. So people need to remember that, right? Like, they're sticking with Caleb Jones here. He's, they have no choice because he's a better puck mover and he skates better than some other um, options that they have in defense right now with Clef Bomb back. I would stick with Caleb Jones moving forward. And conversely, um, regarding, yes, a Pugliarvi, I'd stick with him too playing. But there are going to be nights if he's not winning puck battles. you got 12 forwards. you got to play. I mean, the Edmonton Oilers traded Ryan Strom who played every game, basically. I, I think maybe, did he get scratched at all as an owner? Maybe he got scratched once, I'm not sure. But I think we could say, you know, third-line center. They traded him for Spooner. That trade has not worked out. Ryan Spooner has been scratched five times. And, you know, you have some options at forward. But in Paul Yarvey's case, it's not the end of the world that he only played like seven minutes yesterday. It happens. Uh, we will uh, talk about uh, rushing defensemen. When's the right time? I mean, you look at Anaheim, an organization, they've done some good things with young defensemen, and they've just, you know what, we're moving forward with these guys, and that's just the way it is. And I wonder whether or not Caleb Jones is going, and it's been a surprise. Uh, Jujar Karen, Caleb Jones, two of the guys that have been surprises for me this year, the traction that they've gained. And I'll be frank, I wanted to see more traction out of guys like Yessa Pugliarvi. Absolutely. Uh, don't, and Koskinen made critical saves at the right time, and it should be noted the Canucks missed multiple opportunities in the first period when um, they had uh, possession time in Edmonton zone. Early in the second, the Oilers had multiple chances themselves to add to lead. Colby Cave. Point blank look on a setup from uh, Jujar Karen, a real good save there. It is 12 22 at Edmonton. Uh, the Oilers next up uh, tomorrow. They hit the ice uh, back at the community arena. And then Saturday, the doubleheader the Calgary Hitmen against the Edmonton Oil Kings, the Calgary Flames against the. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Edmonton Oilers. We will get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear with Brandon Escott when we return. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. I like that one, Brendan. Well done. That one works for me. This is Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer. 
with you. Let's get to NHL today at 12.25 in Edmonton for elite promotional marketing. More than just sportswear, here's Brendan Escott. Oh, thanks, Bob. Let's get the paper up here. Seven games in the NHL tonight, including the Toronto Maple Leafs visiting Tampa Bay and the Jets playing in Nashville as well. Uh, a slew of trades yesterday, most of them, if not all of them, involving Anaheim. The Canucks sending Michael Delzato to the Ducks for Luke Shen and a draft pick. Shen had been in the minors for most of this season. Uh, the Ducks also shipped Bland- Joseph Blandizi to the Penguins for Derek Grant and Pontus Aberg to the Wild for Justin Kloos. Now, Aberg will suit up for the Wild tonight as they're actually playing in Anaheim. The Ducks also placed Ryan Kessler on injured reserve and recalled Troy Terry, Andre Schuster and Max Jones. Jake Dotchin and Kiefer Sherwood were reassigned. The Habs recalled D-man Carl Alsner from Laval. He's only played in nine games in the NHL this year as they continue negotiating that uh, ugly $4.6 million cap hit. Alsner got the call because forward Paul Byron suspended three games by the NHL for his hit on Panthers D-man Mackenzie Wieger. The league also announced yesterday that plans to uh, hold a World Cup of Hockey in 2020 have been abandoned by the NHL and the NHLPA. Bakersfield Condors kicked off back-to-back home games against the Stockton Heat with a 4-2 win last night. Cooper Marodi and Tyler Benson each picking up three assists in that one. Two teams meet again tomorrow in Bakersfield. The Edmonton Oil Kings lost 4-3 in a shootout to Medicine Hat on the road last night. And they kick off a four-game homestand of their own on Saturday against Calgary. Remember the uh, 1.30 puck drop in the Don Cherry Jersey night in support of organ donation. And the U of A Golden Bears have a home and home against Mount Royal this weekend. As you said off the top, Bob, we will get more information from head coach of the Golden Bears, Ian Herbers, coming up later on the show. All right, uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tim, who's a former Western Hockey League player, has texted us to say, Bob, what were your thoughts on Colby Cave last night? My opinion was, uh, says Tim out of Calgary, good, safe game, skated well, one draws, not afraid of the corners, way better than Spooner has been. That comes to us from Tim. Well, I, and, you know, I thought he was subtle and effective, so there you go. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Um, uh, Caleb Jones will be the same age next season as Matt Benning was in his first year, Ethan Bear too, William Lagason and Joel Person even older. Is it reasonable or a bet that one or two of these guys should play next year ahead of Evan Bouchard, RCN? We'll see. I won't I, – look, I, I, and this is partially why we discussed the whole thing yesterday of Craig Button not having Evan Bouchard um, – on his top uh, 50 affiliated prospects list. It is interesting to note, you should cross-reference Craig's final Craig list from the NHL draft. So things obviously moved over a seventh-month span for Evan Bouchard in the eyes of Craig Button because there's multiple players that he... I think he had uh, Bouchard ranked 10th or 11th. There's multiple players that Button had ranked behind him that he now has six months later ranked ahead of him. And a bunch of those guys played well in the World Juniors. You know who else dominated the World Juniors once? Yes, a Paul Yarby. 1229 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Louis DeBrus coming up at 1235. But we are going to go off to a global news weather traffic update with Morgan Clark. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.